Welcome to another edition of the Eagles Water Cooler Podcast. Uh, today we have myself, Chris, we have Andrew, we have Matt, and we have Mike. We are getting together today to talk about Jalen Hurts, the uh, number 53 uh, overall draft choice by the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, their second round pick. We're going to break down the player a little. I'm going to break down the player a little bit first, and then we will discuss this pick uh, because it's extremely controversial. It's been really dominating uh, the minds of a lot of Eagles fans um, and most of Philadelphia since the draft because in light of the coronavirus, it's the only sport-like activity we've had. Uh, but just to break the player down a little bit, Jalen Hurts uh, is a quarterback who finished his college career at Oklahoma. Prior to that, was at Alabama for three seasons. He's a senior. He's six foot one, 218 pounds, and he's 21 years old. He's the son of a high school football coach. His dad was his high school coach. Um, he played as Alabama's quarterback uh, before becoming a backup to Tua. Essentially, was benched. Um, and it should be noted here, I've read in a couple different sources that he really maintained a positive attitude despite losing the starting job and was extremely supportive to Tua. Um, and then after that season, subsequently transferred to Oklahoma, was a high profile uh, person in the transfer portal, goes to Oklahoma in the Lincoln Riley offense and is somewhat prolific. Uh, uh, 2019's passing stats for Jalen Hurts, uh, he had... Um, a 69.7% completion rating, uh, surplus of almost almost 4,000 yards, um, and rushing-wise had 233 rushing yards and 20 rushing touchdowns. Um, I believe the number I have for passing touchdowns is 32. Um, rushing-wise, he was running the ball at 5.6 yards per carry, and he still holds the Alabama rushing touchdown record for QBs. Uh, which is 23 over three seasons. I'm just going to read you guys a couple quotes uh, that were scouting reports on Hertz, and then I'm going to open it up because I think they'll be relevant to what we talk about today. So passing, this is specifically having to do with arm accuracy. It's quoted here by Kyle Krabs of the Draft Network. More of a general accuracy passer than precision oriented. Touch throws tend to sail on him. Hasn't found the handle on all arm slots and angles just yet. I like his accuracy when he's rolling right or upright and in rhythm, hits targets over the middle in stride most consistently of all throws. In terms of rushing, his mobility is described, he, he is described as the best running quarterback since Lamar Jackson. Uh, this is by Benjamin Solak of the Draft Network. He's gifted when he's tucked the ball. He has tackle-breaking uh, density and physicality and an alley-cat mentality. I like that when it comes to picking up the extra yard. He's a frequent scrambler who will take a guaranteed modest running game to keep the offense on schedule. He's an ideal between the tackles QB runner given uh, his frame density and explosiveness. So those qualities to me and those quotes really uh, seem to capture the parts of his game I was the most curious about. So this is just some general black and white information, objective information somewhat on um, Jalen Hurts' game. And as a player, uh, I think we should talk about him that way first. So I'm going to open it up. Um, but let's just talk about Hurts as a player. When you watch him, what you see and uh, what you think of him as a player, we'll get to him as a draft choice in a little bit. Andrew, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that that Jalen has talent and has shown um, a high level of skill. Um, he, he actually performed pretty well in the senior ball. I'll throw out some, some stats for you. Um, and these are unique stats, so <laughs> take them with a grain of salt. But um, he had the best average initial airspeed 
And what that does is it measures the speed coming out of the uh, of the ball coming out of the hands. Um, he also had the highest uh, average distance, and he recorded the longest pass. So, you know, I think he has sneaky arm strength. And look, if we're if you take uh, what Howie did with the right wide receiver position, and he invested in speed, well. Hurts has speed in terms of uh, running the ball and being able to get the ball out quickly. So, you know, he's a mobile quarterback. Um, I I don't think his his arm strength or accuracy is necessarily pegged as elite, but I don't know. Neither neither was Tom Brady's. So I think he's got some tools that were there. Um, again, we'll get into whether or not it was a justified pick at fifty three, but. I mean, there's no denying that he has he has talent. All right, Matt, let's hear from you. Yeah, Chris, you mentioned some quotes there early on. I have a quote for you when he was asked about being pulled from that uh, championship game. <clears throat> His exact quote was, out of yourself and into the team, me being emotional, being pulled, what good, have, what good would that have done the team? And, you know, that's – Definitely the son of a uh, football coach response. Uh, so he was bred to play football, um, having his father be a high school football coach. Um, I, I, I think the guy just epitomizes football. So the, the other thing I want to focus on is his 38-4 and four record as a starter. I mean, that's amazing. And the one other quote that I saw was uh, – you know, you lost uh, four times. That doesn't happen in the NFL. And he said, we will see. So the guy's a gamer. He's an absolute gamer. Uh, and you got to respect that. That's the Eagles mentality as well. I'll pass it off to Mike. Yeah, Matt, I like how you put that there. Um, and he definitely is an excellent teammate. Um, that's, you know, and that's, that's something that the Eagles value very highly and something they mentioned that they liked about Hertz, that he would be able to be a great teammate on this team uh, to not only Carson Wentz, but to everybody. Um, now, he also is an incredible running back, even though he's listed at the quarterback position. I think Hertz is really tough and durable, a big guy who has good um, vision for making his way running the ball on the field. And that'll be a really valuable skill for the Eagles to take going forward as well. So. I'm just going to reiterate what we talked about in the last podcast when we talked about wide receivers and just general draft criteria that Howie Roseman uh, talked about agreeing with uh, Doug Peterson about three main qualities. Uh, is he fast? Is he healthy and does he love to play? Something like that. I know I'm paraphrasing. Um, I'd actually like to ask uh, Stat Matt if he could look up Jalen Hurts' injury history. I don't know much about uh, his injury history. I do believe he's had at least uh, one injury since having been either over Alabama or over his uh, career at Alabama or at Oklahoma. But I just wanted to mention that just at the very beginning, just talking about the player, he seems to check those boxes. Um, but I'm curious about the injury history. What do you got, Matty? Chris, I looked for it and couldn't find anything uh, be, besides a couple bumps and bruises throughout his uh, collegiate career, even dating back to high school. Um, he's maintained uh, his health, and I think that shows why he went, uh, what was it, 38-4. and four. 
Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I think also the the coach's son thing probably shines through there where he's talking, you know, I'm sure his dad talked about, you know, taking care of himself and um, making sure that he was in good condition and all those kinds of things. But, you know, to know that he's had no injury going back to high school just sounds like such a unique thing. Um, I, I think what Mike said also bears truth that this guy has potential to be a weapon and to create more of a dynamic in the running game. Um, right now, uh, to deviate a little bit, there's a lot of talk about the Eagles potentially picking up another uh, bigger back. Someone like a Carlos Hyde is being talked about a lot, um, who's a good player. I'd like to have him. But I think just in general, what uh, a player like Hertz can threaten in the run game to defenses, especially in our division where there's not really a dynamic like that. We'll talk about more of the potential for him to be involved in the offense in the short term. Um, but just that threat, having that extra weapon for the run game uh, is, is something to really to, to hang your hat on, I think, if you're able to, along with what looks like it'll be a dynamic, speedy passing game. Mike, you had a point. Yeah, and, and on top of that run game, I think you get a player who is one of the hardest workers, uh, and this is recognized by his peers. When, uh, when we were, when, after we had drafted Kayvon Wallace, um, he was kind of uh, speaking to the, the Eagles pick, taking Jalen Hurts, and he said he's never met somebody who works harder, whether that's on the field or in the weight room. Um, he's a guy that just comes, and apparently they had a connection where they, after Kayvon was drafted, Jalen sent him a text and he said, let's get to work. And that just seems like the type of player that he is, which is, which is good. good, good mindset to have. Right on. Uh, any other comments about that? Just in, that idea of you know him meeting the criteria. Yeah, Matt, what do you got? Uh, just as a programming note, I did find that he had a minor ankle surgery in 2018, um, and that was to fix the healing process or to uh, further the healing process of a twisted ankle. But that's the only thing I can find on him. Let's talk a little bit about this idea of the, the pick. Uh, I think that's going to be a big chunk of what we talk about as a group as, you know, for uh, friends who have watched Eagles for a long time and uh, who are big fans because it's kind of rippled through the city since the pick was made. I, I was in a little bit of disbelief when I heard Goodell say it um, at first. So I, I'm going to throw it around here and, and let people comment and then I'll kind of wrap. But let's talk a little bit about the pick itself. Uh, Hertz is selected with uh, the Eagles' uh, 53rd overall second-round pick um, in really what was probably the biggest shock of the entire draft. Andrew? Yeah, so at 53, uh, you would draft a player that you expect to start, at least fight for a starting position, correct? The best-case scenario for this pick is that he never starts a game, right? Because that means you got a healthy Carson Wentz. So I, it just it, – it doesn't make sense to me, um, especially, you know, we, you just mentioned going out and getting a veteran running back, right, to support Miles. There's plenty of veteran quarterbacks to go get. Joe Flacco's out there. Um, I don't know. Somebody like Case Keenum, Cam I think, Newton. is out there. Cam Newton's still out there. You got to pay Cam Newton. I, I'm talking about value, at least. Like, I, I don't think you would have to pay Joe that much. Um, it just, I think what the pick indicates more, and it's not something that Howie's going to say and he's denied it, and the same thing with Doug and, and the rest of the, the, the staff there, but they are concerned about Carson's health. 
plain and simple. There is no way that they would go and spend a second round pick for a quarterback to be a viable backup. I, I mean, they just, they know the injury history. They know where they've been in, you know, 2017, especially with, you know, Wentz going down. So um, I think all indications of this pick, regardless of, of how you put it, they're scared about Carson's injury. And Andrew, are you, are you saying that you think they're looking at Jalen Hurts as the future franchise quarterback and they want to start grooming him now? I think they're, that's a great question, Mike. Um, I have to believe that, right? This is a, this is a major investment, but, at, you know, at the same point, who, who knows? Because like I, like I said, you know, the best case scenario is that he never plays and then in the, he right. never becomes a franchise quarterback and, you know, who cares? And but then is that pick wasted? I, it's a good point. Um, let's just put it this way. If and when Carson goes down, Jalen better step up and show some stuff. But then what do you do? That's a whole nother debate. Uh, agree. And, um, and a big ask in somebody's rookie year. You know, a big, a big ask for a player of his caliber who, for most scouts' eyes, most teams' eyes, was more of a fourth-round, third- or fourth-round draft value, just to be fair. I mean, that's, that's the way most teams looked at him. That's part of the shock. Part of the shock was the fact that he was taken where he was taken. It wasn't really the fact that the Eagles took a quarterback at all. So it was taken where he was taken. To me, I always expected the Eagles to take a quarterback at some point, but I expected more a fourth or fifth, yeah. not the second. Um, sorry, um, Mike, yeah. you didn't finish your thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, so what I was um, going to get at, I, I, I kind of agree. It's a little up in the air whether the Eagles view him as our future franchise quarterback or just develop into a solid backup. But to just kind of bring it on Wentz, Wentz – already has guaranteed money. The Eagles already made a statement that said, we're invested in this guy. And when Carson's healthy, he's, he's amazing. Um, I think we would all want Carson. If Carson's healthy, we'd want him on the field, and we know he's our franchise quarterback. But I think that the Eagles <clears throat> kind of viewed the Hurts pick as – Look, this guy's going to be Carson Wentz's and the Eagles' insurance policy in that if this guy gets hurt, which he has uh, at least half of the seasons that he started, then we're going to have somebody ready to go. Uh, Matt? Yeah, just piggybacking off that, Mike, his injury history is long, and we all know that. Concussion in the playoff game, fractures his back in October of 2018. Uh, ACL, LCL tear in 2017, uh, rib fracture in 2016, broken throwing hands in 2015. So it, he does have that pedigree of getting injured. One of my issues, though, is I think Carson struggled with Nick Foles in the spotlight. So now having this guy, you know, uh, at his back, how is Carson going to respond, Chris? Carson said recently in a press conference that if he were to question uh, what the Eagles are doing now, given his commitment to the team and their commitment to him, that he would really be questioning himself. Um, I, I'm going to kind of take this from a few different angles. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is to reiterate what I've already said, that I like Hurts the player. I think Hurts has real potential in the league 
um, period. Whether or not the Eagles view him as a potential franchise quarterback for them, I'm not sure. So I'll walk it through from where it starts. For me, my first thought when I hear Goodell say that is how he's about to make a trade. Somehow he's going to turn this into something that's uh, to another team a valuable commodity, and it's just he's doing it in the middle of the draft with a pick instead of with a potential or with an actual draftee instead of with a pick. He so did the I, trap bird. remember that, right? And I think you know those are the sort of uh, high risk or just exciting moves that we're used to from Howie. So that was my first thought. So let me just say also that I'm really glad we're doing the podcast a few weeks removed from the draft because I think everybody was just in so much shock that things have had time to crystallize. And I can hear from everybody's input today that we're viewing this as having some merit uh, because the player is good, but the question is all about the pick. So my biggest uh, question was starting with what Andrew said, if you're going to take a player at 53, he's got to be somebody who can make an impact right away. So Right off the bat, if he's not going to be a trade chip, if they're going to take him at 53, Shokapati of the Athletic asked Howie face up, isn't the best case scenario that he never plays and how he just didn't answer, basically dodged the question. So what I have to believe is they think there's potential to start using Hertz right away. I do think it's going to be in a limited kind of capacity. But I think he supplements the offense and should Carson get hurt, and we're going to go to Matt on a stat about the likelihood of him getting hurt in the 2020 season, that Doug, as a coach, does not have to shrink the playbook like he would have or did when Josh McCown came in or you know, in another situation with an older quarterback. To speak to Andrew's point about why not get Joe Flacco or somebody like that, Joe doesn't have the mobile element. And I think that's really where Hurts has value how it'll be used, whether or not this is a, a worthwhile trend in the league or something that is just kind of snake oil that, that the Eagles have been sold on, it, it remains to be seen. To me, as a fan, I'm kind of excited about the idea. I don't want Carson to be constantly coming off the field, but if both of them are on the field and the defense doesn't know who's going to throw the ball, I just think that's – I don't know. I think it's exciting. Not for all the time, but I think if they can do that with Hurts, he becomes valuable to the Eagles in the short term. And he also puts tape out that is appealing to other teams like uh, Jacksonville, who didn't take um, a quarterback, I don't believe, like New England, who's developing a quarterback but didn't take. So there's potential for kind of both. How he's double-dipping in a lot of ways. He's a, uh, Hertz is a supplement to the offense and a backup to Wentz. He's a potential valuable weapon for the offense and a potential trade chip. So I've talked a lot here. I kind of want to open it up and see what you guys think. Those are my thoughts, you know, as it comes – listening to everybody's thoughts and also just from my gut reaction. Let's start with Matt. Yes, Chris, got some good stats here. Uh, since 2008, there's only been three seasons where a starting quarterback has played all 16 games. McNabb in 2008, Carson Wentz. For, for the Eagles, to be clear, right? For the to Eagles. Be, yeah, to be clear. Uh Carson Wentz in 2016, Carson Wentz in 2019, and we know he went down with a concussion in the playoff game. I'm seeing online here, Carson is, uh, has a almost 40% chance of being injured in 2020. Um, so, I, yes, we do have to address that. Do we, did we need to address it at pick number 53? Only time will tell. Now, you got to understand the talent that we got at 53, though. You know, he was the fifth quarterback off the board, but 
he's a celebrated quarterback. He's he's a Heisman runner-up, right? He lost it to Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow. Right, but he was a, he was a runner, like a legit runner-up for he the was, Heisman. He was the second runner-up. So the guy's talented, and yep. he stayed healthy throughout his careers. Andrew, I guess my my concern is he keeps getting this comp to um, uh, to Taysom Hill over in New Orleans, right? Gadget player, dynamic, but um, I, I want him to be a quarterback. Correct. If he's, you know, you draft him, be a quarterback. Let's keep him at a quarterback. I agree. It's going to be super exciting. You have to get him involved. You drafted him high enough, right? He needs to be on the field. So this isn't somebody that you are, you that you picked up in the third or fourth round. He's just going to serve and learn under Wentz, and you know, four years from now maybe he gets a he gets a couple uh, starts when somebody gets hurt. But um, but if the if if the objective also is for them to turn him over and and make him valuable to other teams or attractive to other teams, he's got to put the tape out, and that's got to happen now. So just then, I just wanted to hit on that that if that is their long term goal, they can't do that without tape. He can't just sit on the bench. Right. You showcase him, right? You put him in different packages. You, you, you showcase his running ability, his catching ability. If you throw him in that, you know, wide receiver there, um, you know, he probably leans more running back than wide receiver, but Hey, the guy's fast and he's talented and athletic, get him on the field. Um, but I don't know. I mean, again, you draft him at 53. He's got to be on the field at some point this season. Um, you know, I just don't want the, him to be a four-year gadget player. Um, I think that would be disappointing. Mike, can you – can you? Uh, we'll go to you, but can you also hit on this idea of the dynamic with Wentz and after having gotten over the Foles thing now to be faced with this? Because I have a perspective on that, but I want to hear your thoughts. Sure. Let me, um, let me kind of tie that in as my, the second part of my thought. Um, but one thing that I've heard the Eagles – say Howie has said this repeatedly is that they in their opinion and we might agree with them that the QB position is the most important position in all of sports is what they say but definitely the most important position in football <clears throat> which kind of gives it a little more leeway to treat it differently um, so by filling that position with a stronger player who can be a better backup quarterback than we currently have who can increase the um, increase the level inside the quarterback room and make it overall, aren't you helping Carson uh, push to become even better than he is? I think, I think when we're all challenged in some way, we rise to the occasion, just part of human nature. Um, very unfortunate what Carson had to go through with Nick Foles, but, but, Carson was having an MVP season. That guy was playing the best football of his career. The only reason Foles' opportunity presented itself is because Carson went out and wasn't around to play anymore. Um, so <clears throat> when weighing some of these factors, I just I really think that I agree. The you know, quarterback position is the the highest and most valuable position on our team so I give the Eagles a little leeway with this pick um, and I've had to think about that a little more but Matt I know you have a thought and you wanted to yeah I, Mike all good things there I just uh, one of my biggest concerns is 
Carson is a traditional pocket passing quarterback where Jalen Hurts is not. Yeah, Carson can scramble. I agree. But uh, Jalen Hurts isn't a pocket quarterback. You know, I, I saw comparisons to Tim Tebow with a better arm. And, uh, you know, if Carson goes down, gets hurt, can the offense adjust to Jalen Hurts' style? I'm going to respectfully, of course, that, Matt, disagree just with Carson being more of a pocket passer only because his accuracy from the pocket, uh, and this is by stat, is nothing. When he's on the run, he's insanely accurate. It almost seems with Carson to me, the harder the throw because of the mobility required, the better he makes it. I think about that Sanders catch in the end of the end zone against the Redskins. Remember where he like gunned it to the back and he caught it and fell. And it, it just, he has that sort of, you know, perception. And I wonder, you know, going back to what Mike said about the idea of the dynamic, you know, there was an initiative by the Eagles to build around Carson in this off season. And Foles is an older guy with obviously a pedigree, not only with the team, but just with other players and has kind of a legend around him. Flacco would have been the same in a different kind of way. Uh, Cam Newton certainly I know was mentioned, although, you know, kind of extreme case, but to me, this is part of a bigger move. Mike made this statement, let competition dictate what's best for the football team. There is no competition between Jalen Hurts and, and Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Just Carson Wentz is a much better, much better quarterback. Right, but that's, to me, that, okay, let's give credit where it's due. It's a Howie statement. But to me, there's no competition there. Carson's just a better quarterback. The, the question is, how is – Hurt's going to be utilized, and I think it, he's going to have to be in some way, whether it's to showcase him, as Andrew pointed out, or if it's actually to use him as a weapon. And I think I think he's a potentially useful player. The question is, how are they going to do it? And part of this is all of this Lamar Jackson, uh, Taysom Hill, all those approaches are new. And the way that it would fit with us, we can't really envision, myself included. But the NFC East doesn't really have anything like this to offer. So if you can throw that out there to a defense, you just put Hurts on the field with Wentz. Already the defense is free. I guarantee you, you can throw a, a deep ball on it because nobody's going to know what's really happening. So there's a, there's a certain excitement I have. There's also a certain kind of insecurity with how is this actually going to work and is it going to be something that they can use that doesn't damage anybody's ego. But to speak to that dynamic, I think Hurts is a younger player who was, you know, a backup uh, in his experience in college. I think that there'll be a kind of a humble approach, a hardworking approach from him. But I think this is Carson's room. And Hertz is just a guy who's in Carson's room who might have more of a chance than like Nate Sudfeld to make an impact, probably with his legs. So that's, that's kind of my opinion. I, I'm not sure how you guys are feeling if we want to start to head toward a wrap. Um, but to me, this all boils down to the question of was this – a good draft choice and maybe it's been clear throughout the podcast but do you view this all things considered nothing in a vacuum at 53 Jalen Hurts was this a worthwhile pick do you think this was a good pick let's start with Andrew <laughs> um loaded question because to me it's a time will tell kind of pick um but if um if you're asking me to pick right now no, it was not a good pick. You picked him too early. You picked him ahead of a bunch of players um, at positions of need. You know, 
hopefully maybe one day I'll eat crow and, you know, Jalen Hurts is, you know, Hall of Fame Eagles quarterback. But to me right now, it felt forced. Um, you know, I hope that he can provide some value when he's on the field. But uh, at the end of the day, no, this was not a good pick. All right, Maddie. I think value-wise for 53, great pick. As far as did the Eagles need a quarterback? As Andrew said, only time will tell. But I think we're all under the consensus. There was a lot more talent out there. We've talked about bringing in a uh, veteran running back. J.K. Dobbins went two picks after Jalen Hurts. J.K. Dobbins is already uh, a rookie of the year hopeful. So, uh, you know, there was talent on the board, and there was a lot more talent at positions that we needed. And, you know, uh, all, Eagle all Philadelphia Eagle fans are shaking their heads at this pick. Once again, only time will tell, but uh, right now, great value, just not what the Eagles needed. Yeah, Matt, and um, well, I'm going to counter both you and Andrew and say that this was, this was a great pick by the Eagles. And I, I, think, I think there's a couple, uh, a couple factors. So this offseason, Doug decided to bring in Marty Morningweg back to the birds. Guy has got, you know, Guy was the man responsible for grooming uh, Donovan. And, you know, between him and Doug and some of the other Eagles personnel who know a lot about what to look for in quarterbacks, they really liked this Hurts pick. And I think you kind of have to trust their judgment that they found a guy with high character, a really good skill set to build on. Um, his passing can probably get a little better. But really, when it boils down to it, Chris and I were at the playoff game last year where Carson went down, and then the, we couldn't do anything to win that game, and that was so frustrating. So they are getting an insurance policy to fill that, and I like that they took it at the number, number 53 pick instead of hoping it was going to be around later. So I'm going to say great pick. I'll give you one one uh, attaboy. I know this is probably – he's probably your new Nelson Aguilar this season. Um, Marty – I think Marty was coming over from Baltimore um, yes. the past couple of years as the offensive coordinator. So, he got some Lamar Jackson action um, last now, year. So, Kyle or uh, Andrew, real quick. Uh, Marty did not want to draft Lamar Jackson. Just let the record show that. Hey, he was offensive coordinator. Well, he, comes, he was he, leading the offense, so he he, he comes from like that. You know, yeah, he comes from that you know franchise, and obviously that's the way they look to do it. To me, a big difference is that the Ravens don't have a player like Carson Wentz. They have a player, you know, Hertz is what we hope is in the mold of a Lamar Jackson, but they don't have a Carson Wentz. I'm going to say that this <laughs> again. Glad some time has passed. I'm going to say uh, that this is a good pick by the Eagles. And the reason I'm going to say it is because I truly believe that, and this is my opinion, and I'm going to throw it back out there as one last question, then we're going to wrap. But I truly believe that Jalen Hurts will make an impact as a supplemental player to Carson Wentz this year. I think his greatest impact and the highest likelihood of him to make an impact that is worth a 53rd draft pick would be for him to be a supplemental piece 
to the offense rather than a player who comes in and takes over for Wentz if he's able to stay healthy. That, that to me, the best case scenario is Hertz is another weapon on the field that makes defenses go, we have no idea how to, how to play this or what's about to happen. That's to me, the best case scenario to, if I were, you know, truly answering for Howie to that question. Go ahead, Andrew. So real quick. So at 53, you drafted a quarterback whose best value will be being a wide receiver or a running back. With potential to throw the ball. With potential to throw the ball. Okay. I just, hey, we'll agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, the kid also also comes from. Add more by adding that to your offense. I I just, I, I, I don't think that's healthy for Carson. And a healthy Carson is an MVP quarterback. That's I not going to make Carson's bones any less, like, brittle or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like well, I think because Jalen Hurts is on the sideline, he's more likely to get injured. Look at well, what the they, with him and Nick Foles. He was a head case. No, the biggest I, affront, I think really the biggest challenge to Carson's ego is the, is the height of the pick. It's not the pick itself. Um, it's not even the potential of what he can do with the offense. It's more the height of the pick and the drama that surrounds it, to be honest with you. That's my personal opinion. So it's not, you know, it's not really the player. And to me, to answer Andrew's question, if it makes defenses not know what to do, especially in our division, you know, most of our division is made up of either rookie quarterbacks or an unsure situation. They got Dwayne Haskins in Washington. They got, you know, Daniel Jones. And they don't have an offense that can do this kind of a thing. It doesn't mean that it has to become the core of the Eagles' identity. But just that threat, to me, is going to be exciting to watch. We came off, fellas, two years of really boring football. Like, after the Super Bowl year, really kind of, like, regressed to the mean, you know, almost in terms of play. I mean, we did make the playoffs, but just boring to watch. So if this makes it more exciting to watch, if it in some way either preserves Wentz or confuses defenses, to me it's good. But as a supplemental player, that's where I see the value. And whether they're going to trade him or keep him, that's where I see the value, whether it's because it's a league trend or I don't know, just what my eyeballs tell me. But anything else, fellas, to wrap up? All right, we're going to call it at that. Uh, Thank you for listening to another episode of the Eagles Water Cooler. We tried to break down our thoughts on Jalen Hurts, uh, a pick that had a lot of controversy around it. So uh, please give it a listen if you're able to. Um, Like us or review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. Um, But we are signing off. We'll be back hopefully in the near future to talk about the offensive line, some of the additions they've made, and some questions that we have there. But, fellas, good work today. Go Birds! Go Birds! Go Birds!